Alright, welcome to the Mammoth Games cast. I am one of your hosts, Night Swarm. With me, as always, two other guys. This is Filter Cord. <laughs> God damn, that vampire lady is tall. This is Johnny Riot. Yeah, she is. Um, Capcom, am I supposed to be scared or horny? Yes. I, I'm going to need, like, you know how uh, CD kept putting out that uh, yellow background with the black text? I'm going to need something like that from them. Something official mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. tells me what I'm supposed to be doing mm-hmm. right now. Dude, a friend of mine was playing, and he was like, the game was terrifying until they showed up, and I can't be scared with those kinds of women on screen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, it's my ideal bitch. She looks like she was in Spencer Gifts and Hot Topic circa 2004. Good year. Great year. Great <laughs> vintage. <laughs> oh, it's, yeah, it, it's... it's one of our stories so why don't we just like do you just want to skip to that just jump that just talking about the demo to the front yeah let's just front load that yeah yeah what a a week i will slide that over to be the first thing i forgot that the damn resident evil thing was even happening because like i was staying out of the loop on that stuff on purpose Oh yeah, and I was like, "Oh yeah, they're talking about the Resident Evil thing," but they they like hyped it a week and a half ahead of time. So I was like, "Did I miss it? I must have missed it. Did I miss it? I must have missed it." And then it happened, and I was like, "Oh fuck, I didn't miss it before, but now I missed it. Damn it!" It did. It felt real nope. weird the way that it was like released because I I kept reading it and I was like, "Oh, it's supposed to be out." It was like it felt like a random time too. Yeah, and it was, and it was done on West Coast time, so three hour difference for us. Um, it just it messed me up really bad because. Like, I kept thinking the same the, thing. We got the free PlayStation like um, avatar like a week ago. And I was like, oh, I must have missed the thing. And then like, no, wait, no, I didn't. That was a pre-hype. What is this? This is stupid. This is pre-hype. But okay, I'll take it. And then we had like tiny video teasers here and there. And I was like, oh, I must have missed it. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I, uh, I found out. I found out that it happened because several people I know started group messaging saying. Holy shit, there's a Resident Evil 8 demo. Oh my god, it's live now on Twitch. Let's go. And I was like, god damn it. Yeah, it it, it kind of came out of nowhere. I don't know. Were we aware that there was a demo? Um, I didn't hear anyone talking about it. No. No, we didn't know there was going to be one. There was no preloaded hype about a demo happening. And then they just did their little presentation and said, oh, by the way, the gameplay demo is live now. Go. And everyone lost yeah. their mind. Yeah. Right. So, I, I've i only I've only played it once. I know you guys haven't really ran through it at all. Nope. But, um, but, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's pretty much what you would expect. If you played the, what was it, the beginning hours demo for Resident Evil 7, um, that one, you know, that one was really uh, was really cool. But mm-hmm. after you played it a few times, you kind of see, okay, there's a hundred percent nothing to fear, as you right. you know as you go through. And I I got the same vibe. They're they're like, oh, it's not broke, so let's not fix it. Let's just right. do that again. Um, smart move. But um, yeah, there's a few things for me that I need to go back and check out. I played it like super late. Uh, the mm-hmm. day that it came out, um, but yeah, it, it does feel kind of weird. I, we were talking about it before the show, filter and I. Um, what's like? What are you supposed to uh, like? 
it's very interesting, and it's probably one of the first times I've seen it, where they're like, here is a horror game, and let's make something attractive be the thing you're supposed to fear. Yeah. I mean, it just, That's it's, weird. it's interesting, because it's kind of getting into territory of, like, this has been a big thing in novels for a really long time. That's like, oh, what if you were kind of into the thing that's going to kill and eat your corpse or whatever? Right. And it's like, um, you know, it's, it's, I think it is really hard to do in a game. Um, I, I'm, I'm seeing kind of a similar... I think there's going to be a big trend of people, like, allowing themselves to be killed a lot because it's funny. <laughs> I think they've wanted that for a long time. Even, like, dating back to, like, Resident Evil 4, where you could, like, shoot into the, what was it, like, uh, a lake, and then a lake monster would come out and eat you. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's so kind it, of a continuing trend, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think they've wanted that for a long time. Um, but it... Th- there's something... It does fully remove me from the experience, though. Yeah. Um, I can see that. I, I went through this thing, walking through it, at night, solo. You know, no one else in the room. Mm. I wanted the experience, headset on. And yep. I just kind of walked through it. And I maybe that says something about me. <laughs> like, yeah, just completely, like, desensitized or whatever, but... Well, I, I personally I like the idea of, like, this, like, I don't know, the idea of, like, a, a beautiful thing or something that you're not inherently afraid of, like, visually, like, trying to be the thing that's going to kill you. Um, it's an old horror trope, for sure, especially when it sure. comes to vampires and stuff. Um, yes. Because they were always meant to be, um, it's weird, like, if you go back to historical lore... Um, and what Twilight did that ruined everything was the idea of, like, the sparkly vampire. Um, that's not really what it meant. The idea of that was always... Um, that they were, like, they physically were, attractive. Yeah, they were something that was physically, like, attractive to you in a way that you just couldn't look mm-hmm. away. Like you Yeah, it's, like, allure, alluring. Yeah, and, right. and yeah. that's kind of what they're doing here, except they found everything that us dumb fucking creeps that play video games is going to fall <laughs> head over heels about. Yeah. And it happens to be... Eight a big foot, mommy. Eight-foot-tall goth chick. Ah, she is so fucking tall. She has to crouch to get in through the doorway. She what, has what? to completely bend in half to get through the doorway. And, like... What, what were you saying? How tall was she? Uh, somebody measured it's, like, eight-foot-two or something. Yeah, she's, 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 like, eight feet. She's, like, eight-foot-tall. Um, it's insane. Um, and it's not even just her. It's also the other one, too. Like, the... Well, there's more than one. Yeah, it's, We've like, the seen crazy, the, like, they're, bloody-faced, like, blonde one. And, like, oh, man. It's, they're supposed to be her daughters or something? From what uh, I, yeah, from they're what like I've a seen. they're like a cult or something. Yeah, they they like assist mommy to get big on more blood, which is something that I've been working on. They look personally, whatever those daughters are or whoever those people are, they look sick as fuck. Yeah, I'm into it. They look so good. Like yeah, the, like it's like it's the awesome. towel up and the like keeping with trend with the low cut and like just the the keys and the blood. It reminds me of like a uh, um, thirty days of night. Yep. Like it's it's I'm I'm very hyped for it now though after I haven't even played the demo yet just after seeing enough stuff revealed and and seeing more about it I'm more excited I I'm really excited to see how this ties into the classic Resident Evil lore of how all this stuff is going down and how it's tied into everything else um, I'm, I'm also I, ex- I'm also excited to like get my hands and actually play the demo just because I haven't had time to yet. But because the 7 demo, as quick as it was, 
it took a little bit before people realized there were hidden things in there and there was actually more to it. Yeah. Right. Um, so yeah, that's, I mean, that was the, you know, the lure for me to go back is, you know, I ended up leaving the area. It was, my ending was weird the way it happened and it happened all at once because it was like a frantic, like, Oh shit, that's not good situation. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I got the, I, you know, I, I think the same ending that happens for everybody. Um, I don't know if there isn't like another ending or whatever, but <clears throat> yeah, it, I, I, I did like exploring and I want them to prove me wrong because I'm getting a heavy resin, the, you know, the after effect after I played Resident Evil four. And I was like, that was awesome. But that really wasn't a survival horror game. You know, mm -hmm. that was an action game. Um, I want them to prove me wrong in maintaining a survival horror and not turning this into a bullet hell game. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. I mean, they... <clears throat> it was really softballed to them. This, uh, you know, this... Um, the way that their series had went. Like, Silent Hills had laid the groundwork. And all they had to do was go, oh, that's what people want. Um... So it, it was it, super smart. They made a really, really good engine. Their engine is amazing. The, oh, uh, it's, the, it's, the completely it's updated smooth. art. Engine. It's so good. It's so yeah. gross, you know? And that's something really cool to say. It, like, they've done something that's... Um, I don't think anybody else has ever tackled. Mm -hmm. uh, so and this engine works for a lot of stuff. Like Yeah. That's we got such a good Resident Evil Two remake because of this engine. Yeah, I mean, and three. I mean, I remember two seeing the police officer that was sitting on the ground, um, God, like, and when he was... turned and his like jaw kind of like kind of dropped, and you just saw like the muscle and the blood. Yeah, it was really really good. Dude, two was my game of the year the year it came out for so many reasons, and it's just comparing it to the original two which i loved like it was mm -hmm. it blew me away it completely blew me away um visually it was just gross and gritty and i wanted to just do everything i could to interact with the environment but the audio was also another thing that just completely killed it and they've really really learned how to use their audio to its fullest finally you know uh, it, that it was not something that was ever really used, and it might have been limitations of the tech at the time. But, yeah, when a, a horror game figures out how to properly use audio, that's not just let's make a loud noise to scare the person. Um, yeah, it, it changes the flavor of the game entirely. Yeah, because RE2, you could hear things in, like, floors above you like walking around you were hearing things outside the building it was the fact that the entire environment was always loaded and going um yeah. you could hear things several rooms away and that was just terrifying um, yeah so I, i've seen comparison uh to um i have no idea how to say her name lady uh Dem or whatever Demescu. i haven't heard it, it said i gotta look it up again yeah um but the tall vampire lady. Um, I've heard comparisons of her to the big dude in the trench coat in Resident Evil 2. I think they might be in 3 as well. That thing that just chases you forever. Oh, Mr. X. Mr. X. Uh, 
Yeah, I've heard comparisons between those two. I hope that's not the case. I, I hope, you know, I hope the, you know, the vampire lady is, you know, very much a character that we see rear, you know, like rear her, for lack of better terms, ugly head uh, several times. Um, I don't rather think than her see, just showing up. And I don't think we're going to see her as directly as much as her followers. Yeah. Realistically. The, the followers, though. Um, yeah, the I, I heard, I, I was reading some people just, you know, kind of talking about what, you know, where that could be going. And, um, yeah, it, it's interesting. They, you know, they seem to have, like, some sort of, like, bug ability. Mm-hmm. It seems like they're they kind of they can float around, so they're a little like wispy, which is kind of cool. Um, but yeah, you know, going back to the pre-release, I I think it did hurt them somehow revealing that she was a tall vampire lady. I would have had no idea, as I mentioned, uh, I think before that she was a vampire. Had someone not pointed it out to me. Yeah, I guess they just were like they were saying like yeah she's a big vampire and it, it, like i guess that's maybe that's just a fill-in word for like a thing that feeds on people I yeah maybe but very cool very well done um you know clean look to the character uh, i i really like and I, I know it's going to happen but i can't wait to see her through the game um you know kind of become a little dingy you know getting some blood on her face and, and things like that because everything we've seen so far uh, very well manicured you know she has the lipsticks spot on she's got her fucking sun hat on for god's sakes oh yeah so and nobody's talking about that well who's out here making this sun hat that's the size of like a laser disc that's like bigger than that but you know what I mean it's massive at, at one point she also mentions that you know you're, you're still playing as Ethan um you still have the Ethan main character from Seven, which is awesome. But she mentions that Ethan has already escaped her brother, and there's no real description of who her brother, what she means by her brother. Like, that could mean... That's a good point. ...several different people. Um, well, we know it's not the Bakers after playing Seven. Right. Um, it, it just... It, it couldn't be after, you know, after that. The, the Bakers were... I kind of don't want to... Has it been out long enough for me to... Well, I mean, they also, <laughs> like, allude to some of the, like, abilities kind of have almost, like, a little bit of a... Like, they could almost have, like, a crossover with, like, Marguerite's bugs and weird stuff like that. So there's there's so much potential in there, but who even knows? Um, yeah, I mean, the, the Bakers were kind of, uh, like, victims themselves. Yeah. yeah. By the end of the game. So I I don't think that there's any way that it is anyone related to the Bakers. They did show that guy with the uh, again, he has a pretty big hat. I think he's kind of the guy who becomes the werewolf in one of the trailers. Mhm. Um that could be it. I don't know. Lot still up in the air. Um uh, they did put out the release date for this, right? Yeah, and there's also they they put out a lot about this. So it yeah. drops in May. Maybe too much. Uh, yeah. It drops the, the like May seventh or eighth, and I know it's like a week after my birthday. So, and that's May first. Nice. So that's awesome. There is a collector's edition um, that's at least popped up on GameStop's website. 
Yeah, don't it has know if the... it's going to be exclusive to them or if it's going to be like an across the board collector's edition. Yeah, it and, does have the um, Chris uh, statue. And I, I think that's my problem is I'm just so tired of Chris. I'm not a big fan. Like I'm so tired of it. And also, apparently, Capcom is selling that that coat that Chris is wearing. They love to do that, don't they? For like two grand. Yeah, they love to do that. They did that it's with Resident Evil. It's a plain-ass um, coat. They did that with Resident Evil um, 7, too. Uh, or was it 7? It sounds right. It's just so ridiculous. I, don't know. So I was like, why? No, I'm not paying two grand for a coat. Um, yeah. I they, do they like the their... fact that this is not dropping as a uh, $70 title. It's still dropping as a $60 um, with a deluxe edition for $70. And there's already discounts you can find on PC for pre-order. So, um, I am excited. I, I do want to get my hands on it. There's some really cool stuff that as you're scrolling through that you can get with it. Um, I'll still play it, for sure. Um, this might make, uh, it might make me try to take some time off work to marathon through all of my Resident Evils um, mm -hmm. prior to launch. For sure. Yeah, it looks it looks pretty cool. Um, I, I I can't wait to see. You know, I, I don't know. I kind of want to like not learn anymore. Like I'm I like I look at the cover and right. I see this half werewolf, and then I think that's Chris, right? I, I feel like it is. It looks like it wants to be. So I think I don't know. That's alluding to Chris being the werewolf. I don't know. It's very very weird. That would explain um, why he's strong as a goddamn tank. If if this. If this becomes a Resident Evil 7 situation, I'm going to be so bummed out. <laughs> or, not 7, uh, Resident Evil uh, 4, where it's like... It, it, it's kind of seeming like the same story. Like, how do I get this whatever out of me? How do I not become, you know, this? Where, you know, 4, Leon was trying to clear himself of the... Was it the Las Plagas? Um, trying to remove the parasite from his body before he's like oh, like um, destroyed by it basically I, I, I'm hoping that's not the same thing here and if it I'm, is it's like damn I'm excited though I'm very excited this is uh, coming at a good time I've always been a huge Resident Evil fan um, they also confirmed um, oh there was another Resident Evil con um, announcement a multiplayer announcement I think I missed that okay yeah I missed that Let's see here. Uh, yes, um, Resident Evil R uh, Reverse, so it's R E colon Verse, is Resident Evil 8's free multiplayer component. Okay. I just got that pulled up from. Yeah, um, and it looks kind of neat. Um, kind of the same scenario where we didn't, where we got with Resident Evil 3, we got a free multiplayer thing. Um, it just wasn't as good as people hoped it would be. Um, uh, we're getting a, re a multiplayer thing with this too so it kind of adds into the value of the game itself which has me also excited anytime they throw something extra like this in there I'm even more pumped okay so this is like a uh, kind of just like a PvP thing yeah Okay. They, they've always tried to do this um, I, I remember back it was PS2 they had um Outbreaks Volume 1 and 2. Outbreaks Volume 1 and 2. 
Which wasn't a terrible idea. Yeah, a it friend of mine executed loved poorly. those games, but there was not many people had online. Not There was no voice chat within the game. Um, it's just yeah. that it, it was a little bit too early for what it needed to do. Um, this does have a different art style to it. Um, and on top of that, when you die, it looks like you become something else. Which is yeah, kind of you can become like a, a tyrant, nemesis, stuff like that. Um, a baker, like a baker. Yeah, yeah that's kind of It's cool. got like all the. It's like a huge like. It, it's our. It's our verse. So it's the entire Resident Evil universe like crammed into a PvP game, mm-hmm. um, right, which right. is stupid and has me excited for that exact reason. <laughs> yeah, for for it being free, that's yeah, that's awesome. All right, um, we should probably move on uh, <laughs> since since we didn't even really give a great intro. Uh, yeah, as it'd be like that. It, it it'd be like if you're if you've been on the show or if you've listened to the show before you know what's going on, uh, but this is the Mammoth Games Cast. Um, as always, if you guys get the chance, head over to Facebook.com/backslash/MammothGamesInc. Check out all the top news and video game stuff over there. Uh, we're doing some other cool stuff. We just finished up playing Bunkers and Badass, so our part two is out um, on um, as a podcast as well over on YouTube. If you'd like to see our play session on Forge. Um, nice. As well, follow us on Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc. So you know when we go live and do junk just like this. We appreciate, of course, all the likes, comments, shares, follows, and all of that junk. Um, why don't we go ahead and jump into? We only have half of it. Yeah, but we do have is, games with gold. So this is fun because things segue really well, but take our entire show out of order this week. Um, we already heard about the games with gold. Yeah, yeah. We heard about the uh, games with gold a little bit sooner than we normally would. Yeah, why don't we go ahead and forward that article too? Uh, just wrapping everything Xbox into yeah, one, like, one big. Um, okay. I, I guess do we want to start with the games, or do we want to start with the article? Because one kind of led into the other. Um, yeah, well, when we start, when we start with the article, just yeah, talking a little bit so, about what happened there. Yeah, so a few days ago, just kind of out of nowhere, Microsoft made an announcement. And it was, for lack of a, a better way of putting it, hey guys, we uh, we want more of your money. So, what if we made more money? Yeah. So, like, what if we made more money but didn't give you anything actual special for it? And you know, if you guys, if we, you, a lot of you guys have Game Pass Ultimate, that's fine. But for you guys that just have Xbox Live Gold, we're just kind of gonna double the price on you. Um, yeah, no that should work. That should work, right? Just double the price, no worries. Um, so now we're gonna go to like three months being like thirty bucks. More, yeah, being thirty bucks to having a, a six month being sixty bucks to having a year be a hundred and twenty bucks. Well, they didn't and, even have um, the year option, did they? Yeah, I mean, they you have to buy two six months. Uh, yeah, I guess so because they discontinued. They were talking about discontinuing the year card itself. So, um, so one month was an increase by a dollar. Three months was an increase by five, and six months was a twenty dollar increase. Yeah, that was their plan. So in let's the end, you're let's a- just make more money. I don't see what other op- what other plan. I mean, I see where they were going with it. What what they wanted the user to do. Yeah, they they want people to branch over to Game Pass Ultimate instead. Right, um, because they weren't impacting the Game Pass Ultimate value at all. Um, but that's so weird. But that was a, it was huge. It was hyped out, and then every website started like 
selling through their entire inventory of $60 one-year memberships and stuff, and it was insane. Oh, yeah. Um, because people were stacking it while they could because they only had till the end of the month to do it. Um, and then during the announcement, or like to, to follow tail end on it, they announced the games with gold. This time being five games. Is, so they're like, is that something your... we're going to see going forward? Who knows? Okay. But Probably they said, <laughs> yeah, you get five games with gold now. Um, so $104.95 in value uh, for 5,060 gamer score. Damn! Um, yeah, right? Like, that's really cool. And to be fair, there's dope games this month or in February coming up. Yeah, I mean, they, um, February 1st through the 28th, just segueing from the last topic into this, you're getting Resident Evil. Yeah, the Resident Evil like, remake, like the, yeah, the, 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 right, the original. Yeah, yeah. The, it's, the it's awesome. I absolutely love that game. Fantastic um, game. They're also giving you Gears 5. And that's the big one. That's the thing. They're just like, that's the the carrot on the, you know, on the stick. Well, yeah, that's, that's where I really see this as kind of like a nod. That's like, this is because we want you to get on Games Pass. If you're on Games Pass, you have Gears 5. You already have that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Um, what's kind of cool, what I think is kind of cool though is that this is probably the most well thought out they've done games with gold in a while. Because yeah. Resident Evil's huge. Gears Five has been on Game Pass forever, so like finally giving people the taste of it for free. Um, yep. I'm excited to see Dandara um, Trials of Fear Edition because I love a good Metroidvania game. We'll um, see that again later in the but, uh, podcast too. Indiana Jones and the Emperor's Tomb, kind of flowing yep. up to the fact that we had Topical. Indiana Jones news the other week. Yeah, yep. uh, and then one of my personal favorites, Lost Planet Two. If you've never played the Lost Planet games, Jesus Christ, you have to play this one. It's yeah, Lost so Planet good. It had some cool shit going on. Lost Planet One was like all right, and then Two was like, yeah. what the fuck just happened? Like it's like, like they gave Lost Planet One steroids. Um, it's it's so so good. Um, two Capcom games though. That's interesting. Yeah. It looks really good. Uh, I'm super hyped for next month for Games with Gold, um, seeing as how I've got plenty of time on there. Um, but to kind of wheel it all back, after an entire... Le- after less than a full day of fierce, fierce feedback, mm-hmm. like, the internet Not good blew feedback. up, the internet like, blew up the with people like, cool, Microsoft, I'm just going to stop playing Xbox games now and go straight to Sony because it's cheaper. Um... I think it's funny because a few years ago people got mad when Sony raised their prices to match Microsoft prices. Right. And when really it was just a matter of market dictates. If they can do it, so can we. What are you going to do? It's still the same price. It's not that it's more expensive. And um, you also have this other feature. Like, if you're a gamer, why why are you doing yourself the disservice of not having um, Game Pass? Yeah, right. I mean, but there are some people, I guess, like, I still, I do know some people that don't care enough about it. They do want to save that little bit of money because they don't play the Game Pass games. Like, it is still a little bit cheaper on the monthly to go with regular Xbox Live, and I get that. Um, you find deals on Xbox Live more frequently than you do on Game Pass Ultimate um, because they sell Xbox Live gold codes in different denominations than they do the Game Pass Ultimate stuff. So I, I get that side of it, but, like, Man, Microsoft, there could have been a way better way to try to do this or to try to lead things into it. Um, but they were lit on fire for this announcement. Mm-hmm. Um, every different journalist out there was posting comparisons of what you get with PlayStation versus Xbox and how much and which is better, cost effective, this, that, and the other. 
Um, I have, don't think I've ever seen something happen to the point where Microsoft made an announcement like hella late at night to reverse the decision. Yeah, just let, let's let's rewind that, which is exactly what they did. Yeah, it was like midnight or one o'clock in the morning here when they made that announcement. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, like I, I saw a few posts. One person was just like, we're over here fighting for a a little bit of money via a stimulus check. Read the room Xbox. <laughs> like yeah. and that that one was that one was really uh that one, you know, I imagine for a lot of people kinda hit home. Um but the other thing was I think my favorite thing was just seeing um someone who I, I would I would kinda I guess call them a fan of Xbox. I don't know if fanboy is the right term, but definitely a big fan of Xbox, and they kind of crap on other things. Um, they were like, I want to set the record straight that this will not affect people who already have a year pass. It's like, but next year. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it will eventually. It just won't it affect w- them just not right now. now at this moment. Yeah, and It's, it's, like, like, it's like they tried to pull fine. in one day what Netflix did over the course of several years. Right, yeah. Like it, it's very, nothing very for you to say, hey, we're gonna raise your membership by like a dollar a month. That's not gonna kill a lot of people. A buck yep. a month is nothing. But when you factor that in over millions of people, that's fucking huge. Um, yep. Which is why I hate those dollar price hikes because they're played out as being petty and nothing for you. And if you complain about a dollar, oh, you're just petty and whiny about it. If you can't afford a dollar, you're just broke. Like it's not about a dollar. It's about them making an extra few million by doing this. Right. right. Yeah. Um. For the same, or in fact, now that there's more and more uh, streaming companies that are all competing for the same money, actually, you're getting a worse value. Yeah, and I have to talk about that, too. The whole, like, derailing this conversation really quick. That's fine, we're good at that. There's so many different streaming services now, right? Yeah. Wasn't the they've point, just recreated cable. They've recreated cable. A hundred percent. Everything has an ad. Even the things that shouldn't have an ad, you know, just browsing through a website or watching a quick video that someone made on YouTube. And for things that don't you have, have to their watch- own outright streaming services, they have their own channels within streaming services. So you're yeah. now effectively paying more than you would with cable. Yeah. Uh, you know, depending if you're going, you know, Hulu, Apple uh, Netflix, Amazon, Disney Plus, you're getting all of these. And you have to have all of them in, in you know, in, in some cases because there's one or two shows on this service that that you know that you want to watch. Like it was like Mythiquest is on uh Apple, but you know, uh Netflix has has Witcher, and then if you want to watch like new episodes of certain things, you need to have Hulu. And it's just like, God damn! Wouldn't it just be easier to just bounce around from cable company to cable company, getting a deal every year? Yeah. Like it, it just seems it just seems crazy to me. But at that point, you're not still not getting the thing that you want. So yeah, we've created a monster. Gone, it's that same type of thing. That's like you know somebody will come up with an idea. That's like, oh okay, what if you know you could? So like, I mean, I think podcast is an example. Like Apple was like, what if we could basically do like a radio play? But or you know like a radio show, but it was like downloadable, so people could like listen to it on the bus on their iPod or whatever. 
Yeah. And now, if you're trying to set up a podcast, or if you're trying to listen to a podcast, there's like 700 podcast players that all do exactly the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, they all still just run through Apple anyway. So, like, uh, you know, all of these streaming companies are all using the same type of service. So, Disney has Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. They also own uh, 48% or whatever of Hulu. So, they're double-dipping your money there. They got ESPN. They, they have the ESPN streaming service. Oh, do they have um, the Nat Geo stuff too? Uh, yeah, I believe they. I'm pretty sure they own Nat Geo, so yeah, include that if whatever that thing is. And then you can get, you know, you can you can get HBO Max, and there are HBO shows that are only on HBO Max. But you can also get the HBO channel on Hulu, <laughs> which does not have HBO Max shows. Right, and on Amazon too. Fun. And on Amazon and on. You know, a bunch of these different things. And like, so realistically, it's better, like, instead of going all in on the extra channels for stuff, just to manage each subscription. But it's also probably better to keep a tight group of friends and to just fucking share each of you just have on. one of them. Share, yeah. Yes. And at that point, you're still saving money. That's that's what we do at the house. Well, that like, was a that was a big thing too. That like, um, the Netflix had a lot of value when it first came out. Because when it was able to distribute, um, (laughs) when like when 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 it became digital, right? Right. And piracy went way down, right? Like general like people illegally streaming stuff uh, almost disappeared because it was like eight bucks a month to pretty much watch everything, and maybe you would have to wait six or eight months after it was on TV or whatever. It, It was a convenience thing. It was a convenience thing. It was just okay. It's eight bucks. I can see it here. Um. Piracy now is way, way, way up because I'm not going to subscribe to fucking Apple TV. I'm not going to subscribe to Peacock. Like, that's right. just not happening. Like, <laughs> right, right. It, yeah, it's, it, it's crazy. They've, it's, I'm they, not going to have like, like 30, I'm not going to subscribe to 30 separate channels. It's not right. happening. Yeah, let's, let's try to break away. Like, that's the idea. Let's break away and cut the, cut the cord, cut the wire. That's, that's kind of the same somewhere. aspect as far as, like, the anti-piracy route. Um, Microsoft has helped cut down on, like, illegal jailbreaking and piracy on their Xbox consoles by yep. letting you just pay for a membership that lets you have dev access on the console. Right. Like, Microsoft did that, and now you can install emulators and stuff on your Xbox One and Series X and Series S and everything because you just paid for a membership that lets you do it so instead of you risking breaking your hardware and stuff which people would still do yeah. it's just more convenient for you to pay a couple bucks now it's less risk and it's the yep. same idea yeah but interesting kind of kind of going back with it though Microsoft did the thing they don't normally do which is say alright we fucked up <laughs> well yep. at the same time they they still do that like going back to last generation where they're like we have this interesting thing then they went oh never mind let's go ahead and turn that back into well, yeah, our I think, console into yeah now they microsoft is different because of just how large they are mm-hmm. like they basically can't like they could they could lose it's kind of almost like nintendo like remember when the wii was doing poorly and people were kind of commenting on it and talking about it and it's like Oh, we've just looked at the numbers, and they could lose money for 40 years and still be in business. Right. Like, I mean, Microsoft is exactly the same way. They cannot fail at this point. Now, yeah, Microsoft I think they did so, so much do, to they, fall back. They did on. do one additional thing. So, when they backpedaled, 
they went a step further um, to kind of try to save face. Mm. They did. They did announce that when they flipped when they did the reversal on the the pay increase or the the price increase, they also said that going forward, free to play games like Fortnite and things of that nature are no longer going to require Xbox Live Gold. Yeah, right. So not only did they say, hey, we're not going to charge you extra for less features, we're actually going to charge you the same for more features, which is... Or I, I guess in that case, it's a free feature, so it's like, yeah, hey, you they, don't have they, to buy they, this. But. They got compared to Sony so hard about how much better Sony was when they announced this price hike, when people were like, well, fuck that, I'll just go over here and play better exclusives and still play online and have right. more exclusive content happening in my online multiplayer games now, like Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Also, if I'm playing on that console, I don't even fucking need a membership to play things like Fortnite, which is obviously a good move. Right. Uh, and then Microsoft yep. is finally like, fuck, you're right. Yeah, we already do make a ton of money. So actually, Microsoft is now losing money because of this. Yeah, they're... Yeah. they're, they're it is weird to say that, yeah, they are losing money. Because look at it's, how many kids out there have Xboxes just for Fortnite because it was the cheaper console to get at the time or the easier one for them to get at the time with like an Xbox One or something. Right. And now yeah, that, that, that is interesting to say it. that they are losing money. There, I mean, I, it may not be a lot, but this announcement where they tried to raise their prices to make more money just cost them money. Oh, probably yeah, a lot of money for sure. And, the, and I like the I, argument I somebody wait. made. Somebody made the argument of like they didn't have to charge for the stuff in the first place for free to play game. Like Sony's still making money hand over fist because of their cut from the PlayStation Store on people buying V Box. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting, um, you know. I they're definitely they're, they're always seeing what they can do to provide and make more money. So it's going to be interesting to see how they decide to do this going forward. I mean, the obvious idea was let's drive everyone over to Game Pass and then kill Games with Gold. Yeah. Um, very weird. So I, I guess that'll be one of those situations of. We'll see what they try to do now. It almost reminds me of like an old, like uh, like, like Acme old, cartoon. Yeah, or like an old like cartoon super villain, or an old cartoon villain of like. How will they, they get, get us next week? Next, what are they going to do next time? Yeah, what's yeah. old Wy- what's old Wiley Coyote ordering now? <laughs> uh, those rascally little bastards! They'll get us. They will get us. Now I, I will say. After talking games with Gold, I know we said we don't know what's coming for PlayStation. We do know at least one game that's coming for PlayStation. All right, I'll bite. Mm. What, what, what game's that? Well, we were told months ago what the February PS Plus game's going to be. That's true. We are getting oh. uh, Destruction yeah. All Stars. Yeah, we're getting yeah. Destruction All Stars for PS Five. We should be. Should. Um, but we haven't I heard wanna, anything about it. Yeah, but yeah, but I want to know what PS Four games we're getting now because they've been on fire with their Plus releases lately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm actually and excited to try Destruction All Star. Yeah, it could be it could be cool. Yeah, and and so, Gold dropped some huge ones this month. So like, February is gonna be huge for Xbox Live. I want to see what PlayStation pulls out. Mm-hmm. Man, do you think that they're dealing with uh, Capcom as well? They could be. They they could be. Um, we already have like set like Resident Evil Seven on. It the could be could be on the collection. Two would be huge. That would be massive. Yeah, I, I doubt I they'd go it. that far, but um, I think it would be really dope if they went back and like pulled one of the old like PS2 classic re-releases out and threw that on PlayStation right. Plus. Yeah, like give me like Code Veronica, sure. like give me Code Veronica X or something cool like that. That game was so good. It's so yeah. underrated. 
Exactly, because it dropped on Dreamcast originally, which was, for a lot of people, a literally dead system because theirs kept breaking. <laughs> All right, while we jump into the games releasing, uh, we actually have a few. One that we hope you're excited for, of course, uh, as excited as we are. But uh, these games releasing January 25th through the 31st. Um, up first, uh, Thursday the 28th, we have Sword, uh, Sword of the Necromancer coming out on pretty much everything you own, even your fridge. Um, yeah, Samsung Smart Fridge, baby. Yeah. Oh, that was loud. I didn't turn off the sound. So, yeah. <laughs> so as soon as I clicked the button, it was like, not yet rated. And I was like, what? <laughs> uh, so what do you got going on here? Anyone have any info on this one? I mean, it looks to be like a sort of a like kind of cute little... I sort of get like a almost like a Diablo-ish action type vibe. Okay. Yeah, I'm getting a look at it. It does look like a, uh, like a dungeon crawler. Is this the one that you were talking about uh, right before the podcast, Johnny? No, no. Okay, so oh okay. no, well actually, not in mind. I did click on it for a quick second, and like I did get kind of excited. I love the top-down like retro-style graphics on mm. stuff. It looks mm. neat. Um, it looks like I would absolutely love it on a handheld. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, the good I news love, is it's I coming love out on Switch. Style pixel art so much. Yep, it is coming out on Switch. So yeah, I mean, if if you are interested in um, procedural dungeon creation, like a la the old school Diablos and stuff, it looks yeah, it, you know, it it's, has it's cartoony. A, it's got some cool character design. It sounds like it's got a dark enough overtone for the story, which I love the the cutesy, cartoonier games that have that really dark, like heavy mm-hmm. story. Yeah, yeah, and it also has that, um, you know, like the. It looks like we've seen a few cutscenes here that look like it was more of like an anime than it, you know, than what I would expect from a dungeon crawler. Um. So that's pretty cool. It has a uh, looks like a, a few options. Looks like a kind of like a roguelite game. So yeah, that, that one looks cool. That one coming out um, January twenty eighth, the same day. Uh, we've been talking it up for a couple weeks now. We have the medium. Yeah, and interesting. You know, very cool thing that the medium's doing. I'm going to be playing it for free with my Xbox Game Pass. Yeah, exactly. I'm. I've been waiting on this game for a while. I'm off work Thursday, so I know what nice. my day is going to consist of now. Um, nice. I haven't been this excited about a new game in a while, and like we've said every other week, it's because it just feels like it has so much of that like old school Silent Hill vibe to it, without being too much. Mm-hmm. This is what our next week's show is going to consist of. I oh yeah, for we're going to sure. be talking about this a lot. Um, yeah. I know I'm. I know we're I'm, all getting I'm, into it for different reasons. Like. I'm really. I'm. I'm so surprised that this is something that you're interested in, Tildercord. Yeah, I like the bloober stuff. Exactly. It, it. It's a completely different reason than what like Johnny and I would be interested in it for. Also, I. I know last week we talked about it really quick, and then I said I wasn't going to watch it. I did watch the live action trailer. Okay, no. I actually didn't end up watching it. No, I didn't. Either. You should. You should watch it. It's actually really cool. You think and I it, should watch it before? Yeah, it doesn't give anything crazy away any more than any of the gameplay stuff that we've seen or any of the cinematic trailers. Um, and I honestly doubt that it's going to play into it the same way. 
but it does look really cool. God damn it, why would there be a scene with fucking dolls in an abandoned parking lot? God, mm-hmm. of course damn. there is. <laughs> What's really cool too is that like you can see this team's games evolving as they continue making more of them. And you can like you can really see their skills developing and everything and it's just very excited to the, yeah. get my hands on the latest and greatest and then even start to see ideas of what's coming next, you know? the Yeah, the work that they've been putting in and the way that it their company has been evolving, yeah. um, that's me. exactly what you want to see out of uh, out of a, you know, a company. Uh, th- this, I would have kind of thrown this into, like, a B-style game. Um, but they're, they're rapidly uh, moving up. They're moving in the direction that... Yeah that they want to be moving in to make themselves like a key player so yeah, uh, like we, we've seen other studios have that like uphill climb and then have mm-hmm. like some crazy game that no one expected to blow up like it did um and we did see that a while back like that's kind of what we saw happen with the witcher 3 was you know a studio would keep doing better and better and better and then drop a game that like still everyone was kind of hyped for but then all the people that didn't know what they were getting into were like oh shit that is really good i want that now too Right. Um, I almost hope that happens with this, but I really don't want that to be the case because I do kind of like them as like a secret, like stealth, like making right. really good stuff. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, but I feel like guys... this is the first real publicity they've gotten because it's a straight release on Game Pass. Like, right. That's the biggest thing. This is coming directly to Game Pass. So if you have Game yep. Pass, you're going to be able to have this day one. You can actually probably preload it now. You can't. I haven't checked. Yep. Um, yep. I have it preloaded. Cool. Uh, but if you're unaware, Medium is uh, an, ex- an exclusive for the Xbox. Uh, and it is a psychological horror game played, of course, in the third person, where you play a medium who can travel between the real world and the spirit realm. Um, very, very... When we say it has that old Silent Hill vibe where you're going between worlds, yes. that's exactly what we're talking about. And it looks like some of those things you do in one can impact the other. Have um, I heard a siren? I don't think I've heard a siren yet. Um, no. <laughs> I'm I'm hyped, though. Like I love puzzle solving in horror. And mm-hmm. like I said, the live-action trailer was really neat, and I do really, really recommend watching it. It's um, They took a really cool approach with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, it doesn't really spoil anything, but it kind of helps set the tone. It helps set the tone in a really cool way where um, you kind of have to travel between the two because what happens in one does impact another. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, it's it, it's a it's a classic, uh, you know, it's a classic design style that I feel like, you know, it's just, you know, not a lot of people are doing anymore. So that's really, um, well, that's really yeah. It's become so harder and harder like to do. Rendered gameplay, like the fact that both worlds are constantly there, um, mm-hmm. and I think that's just crazy. And that's why you're able to like switch between one and the other as much because they're. I don't think you're gonna see. You might see big load times at first, and I'm anxious to see how the load times and stuff turn out on this game, yep. because the fact that it's rendering everything all together. Um, yeah, I mean, you can set things in in engine to. Um, different channels like you can have textures like within kind of within textures just by changing a value a one to a two um Mm -hmm. so as long as it's not uh changing the as long as it's just changing the skin and it's not changing like the silhouette or the um uh like the way that the prop and environment and character and things like that are built it can be as simple as switching a one to a two 
But what we just saw in one of those was her looking at her hand with that, like, in the in the spirit world, like, that energy, like, ball floating around her hand. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't there in the regular. Right. And uh, that's um, that's more of a V effect. So that V effect can be attached to that one or two, which doesn't have to be... It doesn't have... What it's taking up is uh, not like a physical space. Right. So it does act more like a texture. So it's like, um, it, it, think of it as like making a brick wall and then having like the spray paint for the graffiti be randomized. It's pretty much the same thing. Um, it, yeah, it's interesting. Um, I'm excited. I, I, can't, I can't wait to see, you know, how, you know, how they're doing this. Um, right. Yeah, there's, I, I want to see some um, developer diaries on that for sure. All right, we have one more. Um, we'll we'll save the rest of our excitement for the medium until next week when we're actually right. diving into it. Um, the last one coming out Friday is the 29th. Uh, we have Gods Will Fall for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Right. It's from coming Pl- from Deep Silver, uh, Clever Beans Studio. Um, this kind of almost gives me like a Jotun vibe. If you remember that game, yes, that's mm-hmm. the one I remember now. So yep. I, the name sounded familiar, and as soon as I saw Deep Silver, I was like, "Oh yeah, I did hear about this game already." Yeah. Um, it's one that got me a little bit excited really early on, but with having so many games like this now, I, I feel like it's going to yeah. get lost in the sea. Yeah, it seems it seems cool. Like you have a party, you're sending individuals to do things. That's really like fucking the art style. You gotta go together. That's where people always well, mess up when they yeah. go, okay, let's split up. Yeah. You know? Then that's when Scooby and Shaggy see the ghost, right? That's true. Always do. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's, it definitely looks interesting, though. Yeah, so what is it? Like a dungeon crawler? You're just trying to get to. Yep. Trying to get to the end? Yeah, you're, you're uncovering the secrets of the gods, going underground, all this fun stuff. I don't know, man. Zeus had some secrets you might not want to know about. Yeah, there's some stuff buried in that old closet. There's, that, some, there's some stuff buried in there, all right. Giant skeletons. bearded spider moth man. Like, I don't even know. Um, Why would you even keep that? You know? Bearded spider moth man. Got it. It sounds like it's, it's like moth man if he had, like, a really shitty, like, evil yeah. brother. Like, a more evil brother. Or maybe, is moth man the nice one? Yes. Is Mothman Mothman's a good brother, right? Okay, yes. so then there's the bearded one. He's kind of a dick. His name's Jeff. Yeah. Easy to Mothman learn the and Jeff. Master. The Jeff man. He's half human, half Jeff. Oh god, that guy has has his tongue draped over his shoulder. Gross. He did. Yeah. Ben he had that son of a bitch. So, yeah, like, over his shoulder. It looks like it'll be neat, but it also unfortunately, like, I feel bad because when games take on this aesthetic anymore, I don't get as into them. Well, yeah, it's sort of an automatic turnoff just because so many have done it at this right. point. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, it sucks to say that because um, Immortals had a similar tone and it's amazing. It was a mm. sleeper hit. Um, <clears throat> um, I feel like this I feel like this would be worth a shot, though. It's just a matter of what platform I want to play it on. Yeah. Um, uh, like, on a side note, I want to play a game that makes me as excited to play, uh, to play it as... Um, don't starve had me excited to play it for whatever reason. Well, oh, yeah, the Filter and I were in college. We were don't just starve like, was like super don't into starve don't was like starve a Tim for like Burton two game. months. 
Yeah. I don't know. I just like, this looks like it'll be great on Switch or on Stadia, something I can play on the small screen. Um, yeah. I'm not gonna pop this on my PS4 or my Xbox One because I don't play you, either of those. You need it on the big screen now. <laughs> I want it big. All right. That's all the games releasing. If you do have something you think that we miss, feel free hit us up over on Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc. Um, and uh, you know we'll try to add it to next week's show. Um, so since we've talked about some of our news already, uh, you know we have a little bit less than we usually would. But first, of course, we have the Epic Game Stores. Uh, you know, free games for the free game for the week. Um, it is Galactic Civilizations 3. Um, that won't be one. available for not two. longer. But three. Yep. So that's coming from uh, Stardock. Um, and then, of course, next week, we kind of teased it already. Uh, we're going to be seeing Dandara Trials of Fear Edition. Oh, okay. Which was free with uh, Games with Cold. Yeah, I, did, I actually didn't notice that because I haven't been on the Epic Store since Thursday when the game switched over. Mm-hmm. And that like first hour of when I was first in they didn't have the new game loaded up to show it yet yeah nice okay cool um so yeah they're really really hammering out that um Dandara title they're <laughs> like everyone please have this for free yeah the studio's uh, like just just play it dude you know you want it um just, just play it just take it and now you'll have it you'll have it everywhere yeah so uh, Galactic Civilizations is like a uh, it's like a civilization, but what if it was in space and, you know. It's literally every game we ever tested uh, in college at the yeah. UX lab. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was, it, 90% of the games you played was this game. Yeah, um, pretty much. <clears throat> still cool, though. Uh, so let's pop into some of the other news. Uh, most notably, it says Vicarious Pigeons. That's That's fun. Vicarious Visions uh, have basically been absorbed by Blizzard. They basically yep. just become a, became a Blizzard team. Yeah, Vicarious um, uh, Pigeons has uh, gone from the Activision side as an independent studio to the Blizzard side as a Blizzard subsidiary. Yeah. Um, I, and that's, that's not even like see. the end of like the... That, that's, that's just the news part of it. But the part that helps twist it to being good news versus bad news is that they're going to be working on already established Blizzard IPs. Mm. So yeah, the rumor is um, Diablo 2 remake. Yeah, everything I've heard is that they're working on the Diablo 2, like they are now the new Diablo 2 remake team, and I believe that's because the old Diablo 2 remake team got let go. Well, not just that, but I mean, they got, I mean... Blizzard got very fairly uh, roasted for the Warcraft 3 remake. It was mm-hmm. just, I mean, they it, well, first off, it did not include the multiplayer, right? Which is like, okay, that was the good part of this game. <laughs> and then it was just like, it, they didn't improve a lot of the things they said they were going to. It ended up being basically just an HD remaster when it was supposed to be a full, I mean, it was called Reforged. Like, it was supposed to be a re, fully remade game, and it just wasn't. So, so ac- according to... Um you know, according to a few different accounts, um, as we went through, um, Vicarious Vision ha- uh, has been working on the Diablo 2 remake, as we said. Uh, Blizzard's classic team, uh, which would be known, I guess, as Team 1, they were dismantled, of course, last fall. Um, 
And then last year, Blizzard uh, pulled the Diablo 2 remake from Team 1 and gave it to their third team, uh, which is the Diablo uh, the Diablo 4 team, uh, which is now overseeing the work with Vicarious Vision projects. Um, so Team 1 and the Classic team used to be separate entities, uh, but then the Classic team took over for, I think it was um, Heroes of the Storm at StarCraft 2 in 2018 or so, and they became known as just Team 1. So but what I, that team is wiped completely. So what I love about it now is it's like, all right, guys, this is your game now. You, you're the team that runs this. And then it was like, hold up. Actually, you know what? Never mind. Here's the team that's actually going to make it. You're just going to supervise them. Yeah. It's like, so... You just tell us if they're fucking up. Okay. Yep. Like, why? <laughs> Very weird. The, I think there's why? So, so much, like... So much turbulence going on over at Blizzard. I yeah, Blizzard is yeah. a fucking mess right now, and so many, so many, so many places are. But I, I feel like what we're gonna end up having happen is extra push and unrealistic goals being set again for a big project that is gonna have some stuff yeah, fuck before. up, and yep. someone's head is gonna be on the chopping block for it. And I feel like this is the setup to put someone's head on the chopping block. Yeah, yeah. It, it's always the like. It, it always comes down to with some of these like beloved companies of oh my god, I love what they're doing. Look how cool this is. What they're doing so fun. And then it's like, wait, I'm noticing how things can, are real weird. And I it feel all like comes back a, to the leadership. I feel like there's a Sith Lord in the back somewhere that's like whispering. How, in how can we make? How can we make the people hate them? Yeah. yeah. And it's and, like, oh, let's let them. Hey, these guys did a really awesome job in bringing back everyone's teenage years of love of skateboarding video games. Um, all those skateboarders also played Diablo, right? Let's let them see if they yeah. can uh, see if they can do that too. It's like that's just because people liked both of those doesn't mean they're going to be good at making both of those. You know, right. I was really hoping that they would continue on making some of the Tony Hawk stuff. Like uh, a three and four would have been cool. Just give me a style. Thug, just give me a thug reboot. Uh, yeah, like. Yeah. Tony Hawk That's Underground one, one alone. Just one. That's all I really want. I don't really yeah. even want to. Don't really care for that. I would even like... Um, like, American Wasteland was really fun. It had, like, a little bit of, like, this cartoony story. And, and I don't know. It had some stuff going on. I like that. But I, I was really excited for the Vicarious Visions future. Um, just for it to be... Uh, all of those hopes and dreams to be held over the open fire and made into a... a a very small s'more sandwich for someone. Um, yeah. So, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, they're yeah, it's stuff. still it's still early <laughs> enough that like it's all just conjecture at this point. We got to see how it plays out. Like, I get it. They're um, they're basically a sim- they're basically a like a symptom of the environment. Uh, mm-hmm. You know where when there's like bad leadership, and I'm not saying Blizzard has bad leadership, but it's definitely pointed toward not the best ideas. Yeah, most in leadership. The, the thing is, like most of those big umbrella companies do, unfortunately, have bad leadership, and something well, yeah, has to die for it to pull out. Yeah, of that. yeah, I'll be interested to see. Like in the past couple of years, we've seen a big move toward like corporatization of the video game industry, like a lot of you know, EA in the early 2000s went on a sweep of buying companies. Uh, Activision has done that a little after Microsoft has gotten to it after Sony's even done it to a smaller extent. Um, and 
I, I kind of wonder where that's going to go because we've seen this kind of thing happen a lot in the past. And in fact, our next story touches on that. Like this happened with Toys R Us. They ran every other toy store out of business. And then Actually, they themselves got run out of business, right? You know, before we segue there, I think we've got... There's, there's a small one in there that Night Swarm's excited about. So... Oh, yeah, yeah. So we can kind of um, tie it since we just talked about Vicarious Visions. We talked about some Tony Hawk stuff in there. Yeah. Um, it's not a huge one, so Night Swarm, go, why don't you go ahead and let the people know I about agree. this little one? Just because yeah. uh, so far we've had some good transitions and everything's kind of segued pretty well. Yeah, this this actually might... You might ruin it. Our opening was shit, but then we really brought it back with these transitions, so we know what the people want. Uh, getting back to skateboarding, Creature Studios... Uh, announced that they are being published. Um, They're being published by a company called uh, Nacon. Um, I haven't really looked into what they've what they've published previously, Um, but it's a big deal for a studio that when I started following them, it was literally two people. And then one of those two people left. Um, Um, What was the Nacon's uh, mostly hardware. Oh, okay. Nacon so, is the ones that did the, um, oh, they were formerly, um, like, the rig headsets that were formerly Plantronics. They're under the Nacon umbrella now. So they do, like, controllers, headsets, a lot of accessories. Okay. So that's interesting. I know they've been shopping around. They were, uh, you saw a session on the Xbox stage at E3 a couple years ago. Um, and, and people lost their shit because they're hungry for it. Um, okay, and so bad uh, news. Warhammer, Chaos Bane, Sherlock Holmes, Devil's Daughter, Werewolf, the Apocalypse, Vampire, the Masquerade, Swan Song. Um, Natcon actually does some game stuff too. It's just not normally as big, but they also did like WRC nine. So there is some big stuff in there. So the uh, the negative part of that is that Nacon or Nacon is the company that uh, is currently in the lawsuit with the Sinking City guys. Ah, sounds right. Sounds right. So, so Nacon might be a company that steals your IP. They could be a yeah, um, but either way, uh, they shopped around for a while, and for some reason, they landed with this one company. And I know they were mm-hmm. taking some pretty big. I don't know. I'm I'm surprised they went this route rather than going, you know, let's go ahead and just go under the Microsoft umbrella, right? Um, and get on Game Pass ideally. Yeah, but with this, they're going to. It op- they're saying it's opening up what they're going to be able to put the game on. Um, and as of right now, you can get it on PC and you can get it uh, on... You can pick up the early access right now on Xbox. Um, but aside Guys, from that... That, that means we made it work. We, we made another transition work. Oh boy. Because think- we're talking about a questionable company like Nacon. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That so, primarily deals in hardware. Yeah. Uh, so um, aside from that, I think the more you know, that's kind of a behind-the-scenes thing. You know, something that you'll see a small effect as a consumer um, yeah. of. But the thing that you'll probably like more if you are a skateboard, if you're into skateboarding, was they did publish basically a roster update of hey, hmm. these are yeah. some of the people that are going to be in the game. They had one or two people in the game thus far. Um, that are, you know, medium names, nothing crazy. But they uh, went out and they said, okay, cool, we'll put together this video package talking. Uh, it was a video from uh, Daywon Song. 
uh, Mark Appleyard, Manny Santiago, and Billy Marks. Um, and uh, I don't know the other guy, Antifer. Um, not too sure on him. I haven't seen his stuff. But Daywan is, of course, a legend, um, working alongside people like Rodney Mullen in the almost uh, round one, two, three. He was in a bunch of other really good videos like Cheese and Crackers. Um, mm. Love Mark, cheese and crackers. Exactly. Um, <laughs> it's it, it, if you like seeing weird stuff, watch cheese and crackers. It's basically one mini ramp and two guys skating it, but they put a bunch of obstacles in the way. It's almost like an obstacle course. It, it's really interesting. Nice. Um, interesting. Mark Appleyard. He's been a beast for a long time, uh, a legend in his own right. Manny Santiago. I saw him at Tampa Pro a few years back, and mm-hmm. the dude rips. And Billy Marks is. Um, a monster. Uh, he, he he's been on uh, the street league skateboarding. I, I saw him, of course, at Tampa pre- previously, um, and he's every time you're like seeing him try something and he's failing. Like he'll do this, uh, he'll jump this like little hip gap, and instead of landing on the ramp on the other side, he'll jump clean over it and land a flat. But he'll do like a three sixty like kickflip or something. And you're like, there's the no way he's going to land that. And then he does. And you're just like, what the fuck? And then he wins the whole like event. Is that the dude that's Karl Marx's great-grandson? I don't believe so. Maybe. Because okay, I know he's a pro skater. Okay, it might be him then. I haven't <laughs> looked into it. But yeah, um, great lineup. Um, I, I was really excited to see, especially Billy Marx. I, I, I don't know why he was the one I kind of like, mm-hmm. uh, pun intended, marked out for. Um, nice. So, some good stuff, and I expect them to have uh, a few more, you know, announcements like this. They're coming up on their, um, it's like point zero, yeah, it's uh, 0.0.0.6, and I assume yeah. once they get to, a, you know, th- they get to, like, 1.0, that's going to be the release of the game. Um, so, a ton of new features coming out with that. Um, talked about a few of them last week, but... Um, no solid release for Xbox on that yet, but you can play that if you were a backer on PC. So, just some cool stuff going on with that. Um, do we have a, another transition there, Johnny? Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, like I said, it was we. It kind of goes went from the earlier news in there with the company they decided to to go with on that. Um, Filter was saying that it was a. They were a little questionable, um, mm-hmm. and he was about to segue into our other article. I believe that this was the one he was heading towards. Yeah. Um, but honestly, it could go kind of either way right now. Right. <laughs> right. So uh, anyone listening, that means that, like, yeah. news isn't that great coming up. So, so yeah, up. this is... Uh, so we're going to end on our traditional downers. Um, <laughs> so... This one requires, like, so much, like, background information. It's just so bizarre. But basically, um... So there's this company out there. Some yes, you may have may heard, have heard of, of them. Um, uh, some, James? Some stuff? of you guys may have worked for them. Um, I, I certainly don't know anyone that has. Fuck. <laughs> I don't know if you can legally consider what I was doing working there. I wouldn't consider it. <laughs> As as your as uh like someone who would oversee operations, I would not consider anything you did there as work. <laughs> and I told the district manager that. That's yeah, I'm just saying. You, you were doing well though. You know? Exactly so, what you needed. 
GameStop basically had a massive, like, uh, stock surge. So let's 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 go back. Rewind. Yeah. So let's go way 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 back. Uh, This time last year, beginning of pandemic, the pre-pandemic, I guess things weren't great. Things weren't great, and then pandemic hit. And that led to more people buying in because they were one of those companies that refused to shut down. And there was a lot of turmoil, a lot of like ups and downs for their little four or five dollar a share stock because yep. it was record lows. Um, yep. Should have bought in. Yeah. A lot of us should have bought in in retrospect. I, I kept yep. saying that I'm going to, and then I just was lazy and never did. Yeah. Um, Carry on. But so over the past year, more and more people here and there kept jumping in, talking about it's only got one way to go, and that's up. Which is usually what bankrupt. people. Which is yeah, that's usually what people say before bankruptcy happens. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, you know the, I mean there was I remember there was question in summer of last year if GameStop was even going to be able to survive long enough to make it to the holiday. Right. right. I mean there was honestly news stories that were like you might not want to try to pre-order your you know, new Xbox and your PlayStation 5 at GameStop because it might not be in business. I mean, and they, they were really just doing a, everything they could to try to last until the consoles hit. And they closed a huge number of stores without oh, yeah. reopening replacement stores this time. Right. Yeah. So, um, and then, uh, so basically we, we have to define the movie The Big Short and, like, the financial, like, what shorting is. So basically, uh... So financial people will like they will bet on a company's stock price going down. So they will they'll say, you know what, I, I foresee that GameStop is fucked. Uh, they made a little bit their their stock price went up after um, they were able to survive through the holiday basically, and that's when they make their most money. So they're releasing quarterly financials that's showing them doing pretty good. You know, much better than they had been. So, you know, some people were buying back in. They were at like twenty dollars a share or something like that. Um, so basically, a lot of investors said, you know what, um, this is it, it's gonna like GameStop's doomed. This little bump was not enough to save them. It's only because a new console, both the new consoles came out, and I don't foresee any kind of upcoming event that will give them this kind of money again. So they're doomed. And um, basically, they will take an investor's money. So let's say, you know, just to keep it simple, an investor gave them 100 bucks, right? And they say, well, I I think that in a couple weeks or, you know, in a month or two, GameStop's share price is going to go down. So I'm going to buy or I'm I'm just going to sit on their that hundred dollars right now. But I'm going to tell them basically that I bought uh, 15 shares of GameStop at or, you know, I'm going to tell them I bought 10 shares of GameStop at 10 bucks each, but I'm guessing it's going to be eight bucks when I actually buy. So that way I will make $2 per share, right? Mm-hmm. So there was people talking publicly that they were, they were shorting GameStop, right? So uh, Reddit day trading, a subreddit, basically said... Um, uh, so it's called Wall Street Bets. This, this yeah. subreddit said, "You know what? Fuck them. Let's hyperinflate GameStop shares." Um, 
just to like, because basically the people have said to their client, I've got you $10 of GameStop share or uh, uh, 10 GameStop shares for $10 each for your hundred bucks. Right? So if you then inflate, if when they go to buy the stock that they shorted, if you have made that into $20 a share, they, that, that, uh, financial person just lost a hundred dollars. Right? So, uh, you're basically like, this was basically like a massive troll against like wall street financial people, which is funny. I always like that. Mm -hmm. So basically, um, on this subreddit, wall street bets, a Redditor posted screenshots from 2019. So, uh, you know, I've been using simple numbers, $10, a hundred dollars. Uh, this one guy on there showed his screenshots from in 2019. He bought $50,000 of GameStop shares at less than a dollar each. Which that was, was at the move. GameStop's absolute lowest. Yeah. So he went heavy in, right? And the shares are not like they are a limited quantity. So companies can make more shares at any time, basically. I mean, there's like a financial process they have to go through, there's legal shit. But. You know, there are X total number of GameStop shares total that are available to be purchased, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, you can, because it's a limited quantity, you can artificially squeeze and make it more or less valuable at any time. And that's basically how the entire financial market works, right? That's how Tesla can be one of the most, um, you know, profitable companies in the world on the market. But then they actually don't really make much or any money like they do not actually turn a profit because so much of the money goes to like they're only able to make a limited number of cars every year they don't have a full manufacturing scale yet yeah there's um, too many cooks in the kitchen too many cooks in the kitchen that's not the bus like, out Elon is an idea guy right <laughs> like if i had if i was able to create an entire market pipeline for every idea that i had i would own like seven thousand companies and none of them would be doing anything none of them would be <laughs> so that may sound familiar to some people out there that follow uh some of these tech guys but um you know it's like so they were able to kind of put a financial crunch on a lot of these traders that just said fuck gamestop which is funny um and then also, uh, the so at the close on the 22nd, GameStop is worth $4.5 their highest since their market cap in late 2015, 18 times what it was worth halfway through last year. Uh, their shares are now worth more than 1,300% from the last year and 245% from earlier in 2021. Nothing substantial about the company's future has changed in that time. Literally, so like, they changed nothing. They are still, but, yeah. yeah, they're still literally doomed. Yeah, it was but literally People just all, basically thought it'd be funny. Yeah, it was all the people that just bought in and manipulated. And now it's about to be a huge, it's a huge gamble now. You're at the point now where you've been, they've been playing a slot machine that's been pulling up high rolls the entire time. Right. And now they're about to just lose it. If they, it's it's risky because now it's either like sell, get rid of it while you can, um, mm -hmm. because it's it's not gonna go much higher. That's the that's the move. Yeah, I think I saw the highest that people were talking was like seventy five a share or something like that that they were getting it, out of it. It was like it was like it was like eighty dollars a share for a hot minute the other day. Oh okay, yeah, I heard well, yeah, someone say uh, they sold theirs for like seventy six 
like seven or yeah, like seventy six dollars a share. And I was like, that's pretty yeah. good when you bought it for a dollar. So, someone in that Reddit thread showed a screenshot where they paid off twenty three thousand dollars in student loans, and they showed it yep. in that thread. That'd Maybe be so I think they sold good. GameStop shares to pay their student loans off. Beautiful. So this is a and then I mean, if you're a normal person looking at this, I think you'll agree. There was there was one article I think on Kotaku where they said um, GameStop share prices prove that our you know capitalism in America is a shell game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then somebody here commented and made a really good point. I hate how much of the economy and overall health of our society are at the mercy of people playing spreadsheet games. And then somebody replied and said, "You wouldn't know it by looking at the stock market, which is up, but the economy is at great depression levels of awfulness." So it's like it really is like you know. We're looking right now, at, you know, if some of these COVID relief uh, measures do not get renewed, which is at threat every single time their deadline comes up because, you know, politicians can't plan a month ahead. Right. Um, like, we're looking at, like, 20 or 30% of all apartment renters facing eviction. I mean, imagine if, so, you know, that's that's some percentage, you know, like, not everybody in the yeah, U.S. Like, owns an apartment or whatever, but say that, like... Five percent of our total population just went homeless instantly. Like, like our country would be over. Investments and stock market stuff only oh. works because people keep buying into it. Right. It's like it's literally stopped, like a theoretical. Crumble. If you think that it's working, it's working. It's like the the run on the banks in the Great Depression. If people had not tried to pull all their money out of the banks, the the Great Depression probably would not have happened. Right. It's people suddenly stopped believing that it was working, and that's why and right said, now Fuck investments are like, such a big deal. Like, yeah, it's it's. I it mean, literally, people. You know, if people just decide in a moment, like, oh, actually, these stocks aren't real. I'm, I'm, and this is the argument that comes up a lot about like Jeff Bezos and uh, uh, Bill Gates and uh, Elon Musk. Now, that's like you know when you say like, okay, they don't like Jeff Bezos doesn't actually physically have fifty billion dollars in his pocket, right? Like, no. it's almost all stock in his various companies that he owns in his part. Yeah, it's all, like, liquid. It's just things... So, li- it, you know, well, it's not at all usable. Like, his actual right. amount of money in his pocket is probably comparable to somebody that makes, like, you know, $300,000 a year. So, yeah. like, low-level uh, corporate executive. Like, right? still so, like, more money and stuff than you actually than an average person will function. Like, right. But, but um, you, know. you know, it's the type of thing that's like, okay, that cash is not liquid and usable. Right, like he can't just go buy a fifty billion dollar house. It just simply is not. He doesn't well, have that money. He can't. But he can't. Money's not real. Right. Yeah, that's true. So he could convince somebody to let him have that money. To Basically, do that. an IOU. Yeah, yeah but no, uh, it, it really is like um, it's if you know if like a hundred people in New York just like get a call from their redneck cousin that says like uh, everybody in my entire community is now homeless and jobless like if if a few if a certain number of people just suddenly realize that the stock market is horseshit and again like amazon the amazon the section of the amazon company that sells shit so like when you go to amazon.com that part of amazon they did not turn a profit until 2015 they were losing money for 35 years and it's like i mean from when he was starting out as like a book selling website right like they were not turning a profit like all the money is made on like the web analytics shit the behind the scenes stuff the amazon web services but it really is bizarre and kind of disturbing that it's like um this shit can just like 
it, it's not real. Like, there's just GameStop is not a better company now. They are not any more likely to survive. They're still fucked. Oh, very much so. Right. So let's scoot on to another company that's fucked in the long term. <laughs> so uh, th- this one, this one actually was more of a household, like a household thing. Um, so uh, there's an upcoming game called Bulletville, done of course by um, I think they just go by N O W W A. I don't know mm-hmm. if that's Nawa or if, no, if there is. I'm not, I'm not too too sure on if it's pronounced or spelled out. Uh, but either way, they've been working on this game Bulletville um, since 2016, late 2016, early 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that, the character creator. Um, did 20 concepts. He did 20 different concepts for 20 different characters, and then he modeled all of them. Uh, since then, they brought in a few other people to kind of work out some of the kinks, you know, change up, uh, to give it a different feel. Um, and the game is a uh, third-person um, hero shooter. Um, and it, it's more of a household thing because... Uh, I live with the person who created all of these characters for Bulletville. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, his very first crea- uh, character that he created, um, well, it was a girl named Angel. He had been working on her for a long time. He went through all these different characters, but Hunter was the one that they landed on. Hunter is going to be mm-hmm. the face of this game. Um, Hunter is a, basically, he looks like a space cowboy. He has one mechanical arm, like Johnny Silverhand, with a gun in it. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a... Uh, like Lemmy Kilmeister or uh, maybe Triple H or Hulk Hogan, where he has the mustache that goes back and, uh, you know, down into the mutton chops up into his hair. Um, mm. And uh, he has kind of like coiffed hair with a silver streak in it, and he has an eye patch. Um, and, you know, he has a very specific look. That's exactly what they were going for after mm-hmm. like a year of going back and forth. Here it is. Right. No. Try again. Let's do this. Okay, here it is. And just uh, this back and forth between him um, and uh, him and his boss. And after they got everything squared away, they've been doing a lot of play testing. It's really cool. Um, the game is really good if you haven't checked out Bulletville. Mm-hmm. But they've been doing a lot of play testing. They've taken it to several companies. And one of those companies they took it to was EA. Uh, and they said, hey, would you be interested you know, in uh, producing our game? Um, they played through everything. They got hands-on with it. They checked out all the characters. Um, and they ultimately said, no, we're not interested. It, I guess it ends up being just a, maybe a little bit too close to Apex Legends. Um, mm-hmm. Fast forward to like a couple weeks ago, where they released a new character. Uh, well, show off a new character named Fuse. Um, Fuse looks very similar to Hunter from Bulletville. Yeah. Uh, he has uh, spiked hair, but he still has that silver to it. He has the mustache, has the eye patch, has the grenade strapped across his chest instead of on his belt. Um, and mechanical arm and all. The build's the same, wearing the coat with, you know, like a shirt underneath. Um, it just, it, it's, it's very, very close. And then when... Um, uh, now it reaches out to EA for like, hey, you played this. And this is clearly a ripoff of what, what we're doing here. Um, 
they said, basically they just said, oh, well, all of our characters go through uh, a rigorous, um, you know, go through this rigorous thing where we make sure it's not stepping on anybody's toes. And that was all they would say to them. And it's like, yeah. but you're stepping on ours now. Right. Because so you're they basically went through character. a whole, they, what they basically said was, well, we make sure that our attorneys look at the two things enough first. Right. Right. But why would they look at something that they passed on? That's not something that they would have pulled up, right? Like, I and, like this. I like the idea of a skull on his belt buckle, but what if we did a skull and crossbones? Ooh, that's good. Ooh, that's good. Uh, Fingerless gloves are still cool, right? <laughs> yeah. It's, um, I mean, the the similarities are, um, you know, an eye patch, biker attire, skull belt buckle, mechanical arm. They have a similar mustache, a belt of grenades. Um, yep. Uh, the, buck, the belt buckle, like we said. They both have the necklace. They both have um, uh, a jacket with a circular symbol on the back. Leg holsters, red and gray color scheme. Um, the gray stripe in the hair. And Hunter has two weapons, a pistol and a rocket launcher. And Fuse's ultimate is a rocket launcher. Um, okay. It's... Yeah, it, it points to... Uh, EA potentially definitely crushing it, it. Yeah, they definitely influenced it. And it could potentially, you know, crush a small independent studio. When it comes out, when this game comes out now, they're going to be like, oh, that character is a ripoff of Apex. Right, right. And it, When it it's the other way around. Like, if, if all these similarities were in place in the small indie studio and everything, and they had not interacted with EA in that way then it would be like, okay, you know, they had similar ideas floating around in their head. I mean, if you look at both of them, they both look like a Borderlands character, right? They do. So it's like, okay, you know, it's everybody's kind of thinking of the kind of, you know, futuristic cowboy type thing that's in a lot of media right now. I get it. But, I mean, they literally had a behind-closed-doors, like, like, meetings where they were looking at, like, you know, early alpha-level code and, like, the game running and shit. They saw the character, they saw the weapons that he uses... They saw, you know, it, the fact that they had that kind of look, I would even go so far as to say, if they were already prototyping a similar looking character for Apex, mm -hmm. I would say, guys, legally, we're going to have to change this now. Right. Because it's too close. Yeah, they, they, um, they're, uh, it's, just makes it, it's just suspicious, right? Yeah, Yohami Zerpa, the um, CEO of uh, Nawa, he said that, uh, you know, we are happy that the Apex Legends team liked Hunter's style to the point of wanting to create him right. in Apex Legends. Uh, but we were even hoping for maybe even an eventual crossover. That's why we approached him originally. Mm -hmm. um, but nonetheless, we're afraid that a small indie game producer uh, whose game hasn't launched yet will be called a ripoff of Apex Legends, which is certainly not true. Uh, I know for a fact, because I've been looking at this character um, since before for four you years. Anything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, since before Apex was even out. Yeah. Um, he said, uh, I don't necessarily think there's any connection between EA Originals and people at Respawn, but suffice to say, EA is aware of us, at bare minimum. Um, so it's something that could have definitely just been passed through the pipeline. Uh, I just wanted to talk a little bit about that, just because it, that's the kind of thing that probably happens all the time. 
to be honest. Um, like, hey, yeah. let's bring this to the studio. Oh no, we're good. You know, we have something that's close to that. We don't. We don't want that. And then they're like, no, but this is different. Look how it's different. I mean, in this game, you can do things you definitely can't do in Apex. Um, mm-hmm. You can run and jump on a handrail, and your character can slide down the handrail and just like grind around on just their feet. Mm-hmm. And you kind of become a turret at that point, and you can just okay. you know shoot and do whatever you need to do. Your character has uh, almost like a. If you played Apex, Pathfinder has a grappling hook. Your character has a grappling hook. You can like jump and like grapple the edge of a building and swing around it really fast. Um, has a lot of really cool things going on, uh, but with something like this, I, I think it uh, it can get washed out. You know, like many other games. So. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we'll uh, we'll see what happens with that. That was their big thing. As soon as they saw it, they managed to reach out to them. They got this, uh, you know, this blanket statement uh, that basically cul- uh, culminated into "You're an independent studio, and we're EA. What are you gonna do about it?" <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I mean that's another thing too. That's like you could say like. Oh, having looked at this game, like we need to, like we need to disclose to you guys. Okay, we are working on this character that looks very similar. There might be some changes, but you know, here's our concept. We just want you to know that this is, we've both created this in tandem, and we didn't know that we were having the same idea, right? Like the the fact that it, like EA doesn't say shit until, you know, there's the statement, and then they're like, oh well, you know, we know that our executives went and looked at your game that that you're accusing us of having copied, and. uh but you know, totally unrelated. Yeah, it's and it, it's like I, I, you have to you have to have some more like corporate responsibility than that, right? Right, right. I mean, it, the only thing I could think is if they were like, okay, here's the original concept for the character. Maybe the character was hard coded in the original release of the. Game. I'm gonna have to see some some dated shit. Exactly. Right, right. There has to be. Something I want to see there. with the with the uh, d- today's newspaper. They have to be holding up a sign that says, uh, you know. Filter cord. This proof is made for you exclusively. And I want and my grandparent to be there. To my grandmother it. has to be there and say, "Yep, that's what was it? That's that's Robert." <laughs> list the glasses. Yep, yep, that's Robert. That's Robert right there. Um, <laughs> Otherwise, I'm not going to believe it. So uh, yeah, I mean, we'll see what ends up uh, you know, coming of this, but it is a shitty move. It's not for good. Apex. Yeah. And you know, I, I mean, like I, you know, like I said in the beginning, like I would even go so far as to say I do think it's a coincidence. It, but it very well could be. you can't you can't just like you can't just do that and and then and not have these disclosures and not like the fact that they had been in you know within the last I don't know year or whatever yeah and that EA didn't immediately I mean I if I was doing something like that I would immediately disclose. Oh, we, we can't look at your product anymore. We have something very similar in development. We, I'm sorry. Um, you know, like, you have to get out of that way beforehand. Right. So, I mean, I, I think they're right to say, like, okay, I understand that these guys could have just created this on their own and it just happens to be similar, but they didn't disclose that to us. So I, you have to assume that they're, that they're uh, being antagonistic, you know? Yeah, it's... It- I mean, this is why, like, all <sighs> game companies have a big thing that says, like, do not send us submissions. We legally cannot look at them. Right. Because if we happen to create a game later that's sort of similar in some way, you would be in legal territory to try to sue us, you know? For sure. So, it, I mean, this is why. <laughs> so, the, it's, you know. Yeah, I think the, I think the, 
the final thing to say here is, you know, go check out go check out Bulletville. They have a Discord. They have a lot of cool stuff yeah. going on. A lot of fun characters. The game has transformed. It has fully transformed since I created um, a weapon or two for these guys back in like 2017. Um, it, it, like you said, too, it, it is a different thing, too, the fact that this is EA versus like an independent studio that was founded by a guy that worked for Miniclip for like 20 years. Yeah. Like, it's just a totally different scale. Like, uh, it, it sucks to see that kind of that stuff happen to the small guys. For sure. Um, but, you know, we'll follow up. It, their response was, oh, you're not going to listen to us. We're going to send this to all the news outlets that we know. Right. So Which is the right thing to do, I think. Yeah. Had to do what they had to do to, you know, get eyes on it. So, yeah. Um, if this was Microsoft, they would have already pulled it back. Right. So we'll see what happens. I don't. I don't think that they're the only. The only thing I think that they would do is maybe just change the way the character looks permanently. Yeah, just make him blue and, and switch the eye patch out for a scope or something. Re- yeah, remove I mean, the mustache and you know remove the eye patch. Well, that's the thing too. In copyright, change the base, base model. If you can show that the thing is like thirty percent different, then you're good, right? Isn't sure. that like a big artistic uh, like point of contention? I'm not even sure. Um, I, like, even as someone who makes art, I have no idea. <laughs> like, on on the difference, uh, yeah. you know, the legality of it all. And then sometimes, too, you do just have to... Sometimes you make something, you're like, I think this is different enough. And then you get some feedback, and you're like, nope. Nope. <laughs> Gotta make it more different. It's the same. Gotta go. Sorry. 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 <laughs> so, um, yeah. But, yeah, that's, uh, that's the show for this week. Um, thanks for joining us. As always, do you guys have anything else you want to say about these um, very large, uh, spooky women in video games? Uh, yeah, I think we need more of them. Okay, okay. Good feedback. Great to hear. Uh, we'll put that on the docket for next week. I'm anxious to see what kind of ridiculous mods we're going to see on PC. Yeah. That's true. That's... That is, that is going to be fun. I'm anxious to see what kind of adults-only Newgrounds games are made based on this character. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no more Flash games, though. No more Flash games. Fuck! Fuck! Yeah, Flash. All right, guys. guys rip Flash. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, thanks for joining us. If you get the chance, head over to facebook.com backslash Inc. Hopefully by next week we'll have a more solid idea of what the PlayStation Plus lineup is. Uh, but follow us. Likes, comments, and shares over there are appreciated as well over on Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc. so you know when you go live and do jump just like this. Until next time, I am one of your hosts, Night Swarm. I am another one of your hosts, Filterboard. Yes. I am occasionally here, Johnny Riot. Have a good one. <laughs>